Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Morning Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Kayla. Grab your morning blend and let's get into it. Hello, you guys. Okay, so happy Wednesday. It's just one of those episodes that... I'm stuck recording back and you know what it is, I'm going to be really honest with you guys, I'm doing a life update episode and I just get so worried that I say things the wrong way during like Q&As because I'm just like so uh, transparent and honest and sometimes I'm just like, not that I say anything bad, but I don't want to reveal too much because I'm like so open with you guys, but at the same time I have to like always go over it and like censor and watch what exactly what exactly I share so I'm re-recording this morning and it's just gonna be as juicy because well obviously you guys didn't hear the previous episode but it's a very juicy and a very honest Q&A so I told you guys yesterday that I wanted to do a life update and I am so excited about this one because so much is going on I'm actually in a very like anxious period uh, right now. I'm like very anxious, very stressed. I have a lot of things going on and I actually posted a story yesterday um, on the life of an entrepreneur, like the highs and lows, like one second you're doing amazing, the next second you're like, what am I doing? Um, the next second you're saying like, okay, like I'm fine. And the next second you're wondering, like you're, you're rethinking your whole purpose and your existence. Um I'm just being dramatic, but seriously, um, I'm loving everything I'm doing, but I'm just like, I'm in a period right now where I'm not like kicking my feet back and like watching my business like grow. Like I'm obviously, I'm in a period where I'm working towards like um, my business growing and um, I'm working with a lot of different people and I'm really excited for my projects to be finalized so I could just watch them blossom and uh, I'm just not there yet, but I'm going to get there and um one day at a time, positivity is key and I'm really lucky to have like my family and like my boyfriend and all that and Jan uh, keeping me afloat and keeping my mental health good. So let's get into some life updates, some life updates. So currently I am drinking a um, double shot on ice with oat milk. Now, I post this on my Instagram story. This is my new favorite Starbucks drink. I'm really over the cold brew. I just find the cold brew a little bit too intense for me. But not that it would make me like jittery or anxious or anything. It's just a very bland taste and I'm kind of over it. Um, and I wasn't adding any milk to my cold brew. But now like, and I've tried the nitro cold, cold brew and um, the cold brew with milk and stuff. But I just don't find cold brew is the same with milk. So I'm kind of over the Starbucks cold brew. I'm getting a double shot on ice now with grande size with either almond milk or oat milk. This morning I got oat milk. So um, that is my new Starbucks drink update. I just have to honestly be honest with myself on how much caffeine I'm taking in these days because usually I only do one coffee before 12. You guys always know that. But recently I've been doing two and you guys, I am so sensitive to like acidity. Like I am so prone to acidity already. Sorry for the TMI, but not this morning, but yesterday and the day before, it probably will come later though, I feel like acid reflux and I've studied acidity. I've studied everything about acidity and I know that my body's pH right now is probably pretty acidic due to the amount of coffee I'm drinking. So um, I think after like, because right now I'm like relying on coffee as like a, 
I definitely don't need it for energy, but it's just like a comfort thing for me. So after this anxious period in my life, it's funny how when I'm anxious, I turn to coffee. I'll be like kind of dying down on the coffee and aiming more towards matcha, which I also love. Um, and if you guys were wondering what my matcha order is, it's always an iced matcha um, with one pump. Well, not one pump, but like a little bit of maple syrup and either oat milk or almond milk. The only thing that bothers me about like matcha is that I find that there's a lot of milk. I think I've shared this on the pod before. Um, and even in coffee though, even in lattes and I don't always know which milks they're carrying. So uh, I'm really excited because my sister's actually opening a cafe soon and it's actually in my work building and she's going to be carrying, well, there's going to be like be well drinks, but she's actually carrying Elmhurst. So I'm so freaking excited. Sorry for my language. Anyways. Okay. So, cause Elmhurst is my favorite brand. Other life updates, number two, I'm getting microblading tomorrow. So I'm going to be diving into what microblading is this morning. I'm going to be talking to you guys about it. And I'm also going to be answering a couple questions that I've gotten. So um, it's actually a funny story about microblading. I've been like needing to get microblading for a really long time because I have um, like not that I have bad brows, but like my eyebrows are definitely not as full as I would like them to be. And, you know, like it's definitely not like a crucial issue. Um is definitely something that I would want to like, uh, like not, I wouldn't want to say fix, but I mean better. And it's just something that like makes me insecure. Like every now and then when I take a picture or like when I see myself in the mirror, I always have to like fill in my brow with makeup and I'm really trying to wear, um, as least makeup as possible because I'm really over makeup like I I used to be I, I know I probably shared this on the pod before but I used to wear so much makeup I used to be like a makeup junkie I used to literally spend all my time and money at Sephora just like going through the products and all I would watch on YouTube was like makeup reviews and makeup tutorials and now I'm just so out of that phase like I'm really not into makeup anymore like I used to raid the drugstore literally I used to buy all the foundations like the CoverGirl, the NYX, the Revlon like every single foundation there is like I've tried it I promise you and um, it was like a vicious cycle for me because I had like bad acne so I always wanted to cover my acne but then the makeup would cause more acne so it was definitely a vicious cycle and uh, now that I look back on it I really shouldn't have done that to myself but it was just something I was going through when I was younger and uh, I genuinely enjoyed makeup though like I really enjoyed putting it on I was like really obsessed with the products um, as like a younger teen and yeah now gladly I'm over it so I'm really out of that I don't I don't freak over makeup anymore I still have like a, a pretty a pretty cute makeup routine but um the products I use are like much more minimal and I use a lot of Charlotte Tilbury I used to look for heavy coverage like that was my number one um my number one thing every time I used to buy a foundation I remember I used to go to the girl at Sephora and be like no no I want full coverage and now it's like don't give me full coverage give me like very light coverage and I'll just it's something that's buildable so um and obviously that's because of my skin journey and I was actually thinking about posting it before and after on my skin health because my skin has come such a long way and I see a lot of clients like on a on a a weekly or daily basis and they tell me you know like my acne is really bad my acne is really bad and I see their face on either like FaceTime or Zoom and I just look at them like that is nothing like not to discredit their feelings not at all or like on the validate what they feel but um I always make them feel better by saying like you have no idea how my skin used to look like my skin used to be purple for how bad my acne was and obviously it was a lot in relation to food but also it was in relation to like just me as a person I think I was a very anxious um 
unhappy person and uh like changing a lot of things in my life really made me uh blossom and like made my skin get a lot better so I actually have an episode on heal your skin how to heal your skin naturally and it's actually the episode with the most views I think on to this date there's still people listening to it and um I think I'll do like a part two of that episode and maybe um I'll like share my skin before and after on the podcast page or on Be Well with Kayla Anyway, so all to say is that microblading. So the thing about makeup now is that obviously there's no problem with wearing makeup and filling your brows, but makeup kind of like putting on a lot of makeup for me kind of triggers old feelings. It's like really, really messed up, but it's true. It kind of triggers like old feelings in terms of how I used to feel about myself and my skin. So I want to wear like as least makeup as possible, but obviously microblading is a big investment. You know, I wasn't really sure about it at first. I didn't know if it was going to hurt. I didn't know if it was a good choice and obviously it's very expensive. So I was doing a lot of research last week on places that I would love to go to in Montreal to get uh, microblading done. And I fell across this amazing account called Alchemist. So obviously it's an Instagram account, but it's a full-blown business and they have a beautiful office. So I followed Alchemist and I wanted to go online to book a consultation. Um, But I'm going to be honest, the price kind of scared me. And I was like, oh, it's pretty expensive. So I called my sister my voice of reason. And I asked her, I was like, you know, like, what do you think about this? Should I do it? And my sister's like, listen, like do whatever you feel like invest in it. If you, if you want to, and do whatever you need to make yourself happy. And, um, I'm a big believer in that, you know, like, I'm going to be really honest with you guys. A couple of years ago, I got a rhinoplasty, like a nose job because it was something that I felt insecure about, you know, and I feel like this is the perfect time to share that. Although I've shared it before and I'm pretty sure a lot of people know that already. Um, I got a nose job because it was like my biggest insecurity and being insecure about your body is one thing, but being, being insecure about your face, is like a whole other situation. And it's very important that you're, um, confident about both and, I personally feel like your face is the first thing people see. It's like how they're going to recognize you. And if you're not confident about it, do something about it. You know, it's just important as feeling confident in your body. And I'm not obviously not saying like go through plastic surgery, but do whatever you feel. Do whatever floats your boat and do whatever makes you happy. So um, I know it was a really big insecurity for me. And now um, my skin was a really big insecurity for me. And now um, my brows is something I've always thought about doing. And I just didn't know if I wanted to invest in it. But then finally, um, after following the Alchemist account, they reached out to me for collaboration. So I am so happy to say that I'm going to be going tomorrow to, to Alchemist to get my brows microbladed. And I'm going to be posting a full before and after on how they look. And I'm essentially going to be your guinea pig. So if you're thinking about getting microblading done, um, but you're scared, um, I'm going to be your guinea pig. You could definitely look at my before and after and I could uh, put up another question box, although I already put one up, but I'm going to be doing like an update on um, the microblading process. So the service has been very, absolutely seamless so far. Um, I'm actually getting my brows done by Jenna. And it's so funny because Jenna reached out to me, but when I booked my consultation, I wanted to book it with Jenna, but I didn't go through the whole process because I was like thinking twice on the payment and all that. So um, I actually chose Jenna and she ended up reaching out to me and she is so sweet and very, very, very professional. We did an online consultation. I sent her pictures of my eyebrows and she was like, wow, this is going to be a very organic collaboration because you are a great candidate. And I told her, I was like, I've been looking into microblading for so long. And whenever I collaborate with a brand or a company, I always make sure it's very organic and it's something that I would actually do. If I wouldn't actually use the product or do the service, I would wouldn't promote it. So 
microblading is definitely something I need and um, it's annoying for me because every time I get my brows done, I always like hear the esthetician saying like, oh, you're missing hair. Uh, do you want me to um, fill it in or are you going to add some argan oil to that to make it grow? And I'm just like, no, like, thank you. I've tried everything. Like, don't comment <laughs> on my brows. Um, anyways, so that's basically it. Now for microblading. So the treatment is tomorrow. They say not to drink. Well, she told me not to drink any caffeine uh, or alcohol or uh, take any um, ibuprofen. Ibuprofen twenty hours in a twenty four hours in advance. Here I am with my um, ice double shot. But anyways, but I messaged her this morning and I was like, "Hello, Jenna. Coffee is a must for me. Um, is it okay?" And she goes, "Listen, I just tell people that because of all, obviously for prevention, um, they're technically kind of going to be like not cutting into my skin, but it's going to be like." creating like some sort of pressure onto my skin so there may be bleeding so in terms of blood thinners and stuff I obviously would I'm, I'm not going to take Advil um even though it's almost my time of the month so I pray that I don't have to take Advil tomorrow but it's very important not to take a blood thinner and uh just you know like don't drink any coffee before and I'm not going to drink any coffee tomorrow morning um and plus I don't want to be anxious during the treatment because usually numbing cream makes me anxious so um she's going to be, be She's going to be putting numbing cream on my brows and she's going to be doing the treatment, but I'm going to be showing you guys everything in video because we're actually recording the whole process. So I can't like talk thoroughly about the process yet because I haven't done it. And um, then afterwards, there is a 10 day grace period where you need to allow your brows to heal and you cannot wet your brows. That may be a challenge for me, but it's nothing I haven't done before. As I've mentioned, like I've gone a nose job and like when you get a nose job, you have to like not... Um, wet your nose and like it's a it's a very like sensitive process um but yeah just to allow your brows to heal and for everything to go over well and then afterwards you could go for refills so people ask me like oh is it a one-time thing it's yes a one-time thing but every like six to eight weeks I think she said you could go back and you could um kind of get like touch-ups and you go you do check-ins to see how your brows are doing and all that. So um, that's basically the process. And the price is $750 if I'm not mistaken. But I think I have um, the proper price and I'll probably list it. Uh, well, I'll probably talk. I'll definitely put it in my stories tomorrow for everyone to know. But it's around $700. So it is an investment. But I personally feel like if it makes you feel confident about yourself and if you're not one to really be good at makeup like I'm not really good at filling my brows you guys like I'm, I'm really not good at it I've watched all the videos um I've done all the things and I'm really not good at it and uh, I just really want like something that's gonna be final and allow me to feel confident about my brows now the thing about microblading is that people often say um oh my god don't get microblading like they're gonna make your brows so dark it's really about picking the proper shade for you. So I was very honest with Jenna and she was so understanding and she was like, oh my God, of course, we're going to be choosing the appropriate color for you. I definitely don't want my brows to be too dark. I'm also thinking of like maybe adding some blonde into my hair this summer. So I don't want it to be like a really crazy contrast. And um, right now my hair is like very dark because I haven't traveled. But usually if I travel every couple of weeks to months, um, my hair like to the, to the States or like to like a, a, like a hotter destination, my hair gets really light. Like my hair gets the color of my latte. It becomes like a lighter brown. Um, and that's because like I do have like some reddish and blonde undertones in my hair. So right now I'm at my darkest state. So, which I'm not hating. I actually like it, but I don't want my brows to be too dark. 
And yeah, so that's basically it for now. I will be updating you guys on Monday on how the treatment went and how everything is going. And I actually have, is today Thursday? No, today's Wednesday. I actually have uh, two podcast recordings tomorrow with two really cool guests. One of them I'm super excited about. And well, I'm both, I'm excited about both, but um, one of them is one of my friends on Instagram. Her name is Kira Jones and she, I just love her name. Kira Jones, like, hello. Um, she's from New York and she founded and is the starter of a company, well, founder and creator of a company um, slash wellness platform called Cacti Wellness Collective. So we're going to be talking to her tomorrow and we're also going to be talking to um, a clinical therapist um, and social worker who has been um, working with people one-on-one throughout the pandemic on their mental health well she's been a therapist for years but now with the pandemic her craft and her practice has definitely shifted so we're going to be talking a lot about mental health during the pandemic and I feel like that episode is going to be very 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 um sought out for and insightful it's going to provide a lot of insight on like what other people are going through and very relatable so I'm very excited for both so now other than that what else is new okay so yesterday I went down I went down to the old port and I I'm like I went down I went down to the old port which I never say but anyways and um I went to visit a location for um the book of health shoot so you guys the book of health is going to be a game changer I'm going to talk about it now because and I'm going to be talking about like the next couple months in terms of the wealth Kayla as a life update but um the book of health is going to be a game changer there are going to be all new recipes so for anybody who's purchased the book of health and the book of health is not available right now due to the fact that calepomponio.com is down and it's going to be down for a bit the only thing available right now is calepomponio.shop but my crewnecks are not for sale since the pre-sale has passed and by the way anyone who has ordered a crewneck and hasn't gotten it i'm supposed to be getting them on friday and shipping them out well by friday and shipping them out by monday latest um and i'll also also be throwing in a little extra something for all the girls that ordered um and boys that ordered um uh, like the pre- from the pre-order just to thank you guys so much and i'm very excited and uh yeah so basically what was i saying okay so calebandpony.com is not available right now which is why the book of health is not available when you go for digital download the book of health the original version will no longer be available and the reason why i'm redoing the book is because although the book did so well and honestly it's my the book of health is my baby it's my first project and um i i wrote the book of health out of like i wrote the book of health because i was honestly like coach i had just started coaching clients and i was like you know what like i need to write a book like i need to put something i need to put all of my thoughts down on paper so i opened a word document and i wrote for three days and it turned out to be a 98 page document um and it was amazing but however there are some mishaps with the book of health um i had hired somebody to work with me in terms of the book of health um who like was supposed to do like well obviously is uh, she like is gra- graduated in journalism so I had expected her to um kind of edit the book in a certain way but like um due to my negligence and her negligence there was like uh some mistakes in the book of health which I really want to um just like like write off and like really like upgrade the book because I feel like you guys deserve something better but for those who have ordered the book of health I'm going to be sending you the pdf document of the book of health by by email it's on my to-do list today so you will be getting that 100 and um it's a great book still but the book will have the same content just more new recipes new content 
new things you could take with you. Um, like a lot of good stuff is coming to the Book of Health. New aesthetic to the book. It's going to be a very uniform aesthetic for all of my digital books that are coming out throughout the summer. And uh, it's going to be great. So yeah, that's why I decided to redo the book because I get a lot of questions on, oh my God, why are you redoing the book? Why are you redoing the book? And I'm redoing the book because I just feel like it could have been better. And although like I, I think it was amazing, I had I, writ- I wrote it within my first three months of being a health coach and it did so well. And um, not only did it, do, did it do so well, it just means so much to me, but I definitely do feel like it could be better. So we're going to make it bigger. We're going to make it better. And it's going to come out, uh, well, with the website launch. So on May 31st, I am so excited. So all to say is that we're shooting for the Book of Health next Friday and I am beyond excited again. Uh, we're going to do some really cool stuff at this location. It was really important to me for... It was really important for me to find a ideal location that fits the vibe, that fits the aesthetic, and I found one. So it's going to be really cool, and I'm going to be sharing more about the location once the shoot is over and the Book of Health is out. So I'm really excited to see the team back at the shoot, and it's going to be really fun. Um, and then other than that, okay, so then my website is launching on May 31st, and I'm actually going to be having um, a podcast episode with the team that helped me with my website launch. We're going to do a virtual podcast website launch on the pod. So we're going to be playing a game. We're going to get some drinks going maybe. Um, obviously, always being as professional as possible. But we're going to have fun with it. So yeah, I'm just like really happy. And the team is so good. I love the team. The girls are amazing. And we've worked so hard. So we deserve that. And hopefully if everyone's vaccinated by then, maybe we could do um, a little get together. But we'll see because everyone is very – we're very uh, COVID conscious around here. So okay. So let's – Okay, and then I also wanted to mention, I have like a mental to-do list. I also wanted to mention that um, the website is launching end of May and then throughout June and July, um, things will be changing. So basically in the month of June, I will be taking on fewer clients because like like I'll be coaching the same old clients. Well, not the same old clients. I'll be coaching my same amazing, beautiful clients. But in terms of taking on new clients, there will be limited spots available since I will be focusing on like furthering my like my craft and like my my practice um, because I'm going to take the whole month of June to study. So I'm going to be rearranging my schedule and rearranging my day on and day off days. So um, it's going to be like a, like a pretty big change for me since I'm going to be focusing more on um, my studies because I am a naturopathy and homeopathy student. And although I do love the health coaching and the entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurial aspect to my business, it's time to focus on uh, what's most important to me and it's my education. So once the website is out, I'm going to be um, like letting that kind of go out on its own with Jeanne's help and I'm going to be focusing on my schooling. So there will be all of my services listed on on the website and um, you could book an appointment obviously, but um, there are going to be limited spots available for the month of June and July. However, in August, we are going full-blown new session. So um, that is going to be specified on the website. And I am so excited for you guys to see the website. It's going to be a game changer. Um, there's truly nothing like like this out there. So I'm really excited to um, be – like I'm really proud to have like this website coming out. And I'm so thankful for the girls that have been helping me with it. Um, actually, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I went to high school with the girl making my website. 
Emmanuel from MRock Digital from MRock Digital. So love her. And we used to be best, best friends in high school. So it's just so funny how life comes full circle. Love her. Anyways, okay. So um yeah, and then other than that, well, there are a couple other things that I could mention, but Okay, yeah, let me talk to you guys about the new smoothie coming to Vellish. So the new smoothie coming to Vellish is most probably going to launch sooner than you think, but I'm going to specify everything uh, on Instagram, so I won't say too much now because I do have to speak to the owner of Vellish. Um, But I went yesterday, we um, tested out the new smoothie, and you guys, this smoothie is in incredible it's so delicious and I often get questions on what is the morning blend what is the morning blend can I have the morning blend for breakfast is the morning blend a breakfast or only a drink is it a green juice is it a green smoothie what is it the morning blend that's already at Bellish and that's like my signature smoothie is um a high fiber pro as a high sorry, a high fiber smoothie um that can, doesn't contain much protein or fat and you have it in the morning as a drink before your actual breakfast um since it's very important to keep the body satiated by going in with a second breakfast afterwards and obviously maintaining blood sugar balance but it's a great drink to have before breakfast to get your digestion going, to get in those vitamins and nutrients. And the morning blend has changed my life. So I've spoken about this so many times. I'm going to post a before and after of my skin. And the only thing I changed within my routine is implementing the morning blend on a daily basis. Because everything else, um, uh, all I did was prioritize plants. But the, the, the way I prioritize plants the most is by drinking the morning blend. So the morning blend um, has been my savior. And then we have the breakfast smoothies. So within the Book of Health, there is a graphic currently and a redone a, a graphic to be redone in the new Book of Health where I explain what a morning blend is and a breakfast smoothie. So let's recap. The morning blend is a high fiber smoothie that allows you to get your digestion going in the morning and allows you to take in those vitamins and minerals due to the fact that the fiber is blended. So you better absorb the fiber than having the juice, than having a green juice. And then a breakfast smoothie is a smoothie that contains all four food groups that will keep you satiated for a while, like I'd say at least three to four hours. And what's recommended for hormonal balance is to eat every three to four hours um, just to keep your blood sugar going. And I had the smoothie yesterday. So did John and so did Irene at the bar at Relish. And we were in love. It's such a good smoothie. And this smoothie will keep you full for so long. And um, I was obsessed. And then I was on my way home from work and I was like craving it. I was like, Jeanne, I'm craving the smoothie. And she's like, I can't say the name yet. And she's like, oh my God, me too. Like it was so good. (laughs) And it's so cute. It's going to be garnished. It's going to be like, guys, it's, I'm just going to drink my coffee. It's, wow, this is good. It's what you've been waiting for. Anyways, um, so that's it. That's it for the life update. So now let's get into the juicy question that you guys have asked me. Guys, I'm anxious about these questions. You guys just love to know the tea. I love it. I actually love it. Um, let me see this. I posted on my story about two days ago. Um, stories archive. I am so disorganized. I should have done this prior, but come along with me. Sip more coffee. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're almost there. My Wi-Fi is really slow. Okay, 
So let's screenshot and let's do this. So I'm going to be only answering around 10 of them because I feel like this episode is going to run a little long when I didn't want it to be too long, but we'll answer how like whatever I can because the questions are going to have long answers. So question number one, random question. How much a week are you spending on food and supplements? Okay, great question. So um, how much money a week are you spending on food and supplements? Okay, great question. So let me just gather my thoughts here. Um, number one, very important for you guys to know, and um, I have to be honest, I often get comments on Instagram about um, just like, you know, obviously when you open your life up to the world and people start seeing like more things about you. And recently I've been much more, um, much more open on Instagram. You know, I'm showing more of myself. I'm showing more of my personal life. I'm showing more of my home. And those are things that I don't want to change, you know, because it's all about building a community. And I know what I like to take in on Instagram and I want to portray the same amount, the same type of content. So I know that what what's off limits and I know what's not off limits. So Right now, what's not off limits is me showing myself, my home, and all that. But if ever I feel like I'm getting a lot of negative feedback on one type of thing, I'm going to cut it. So I've been getting some comments on, um, you know, like just like finances in general. And, um, but I, this is normal stuff because I've seen it with a lot of my uh, favorite YouTubers, favorite bloggers, and all that. People often like ask, like, oh, like, how do you manage your money? Like, um, how do you get this? How do you get that? So just a fair disclaimer, you guys, I still live with my parents. So um, I really don't want to portray an image that everything I have comes from health coaching. You know what I'm saying? So uh, whatever you see online, I just be be very um, be very mindful about the fact that I still live with my parents. So um, no, it's not my house and no uh, like a lot of the things you see, like food, let's say in my kitchen, my mom actually grocery shops. Okay. So I'm still at a point in my life where I live with my parents. I'm 23 years old and I had spoken on Instagram about it, but I'm only planning on moving out once I get married. Like that's just my, uh, my mindset right now. And like, I'll let you guys know if things change. Um, but, um, that is just my reality right now. And living with my parents is honestly great for me. You know, like I'm very close to my parents. I just started my business. I have to be honest. Before Be Well with Kayla, I wasn't always um, financially stable in the sense that I was making my own money and fending for myself. So um, now that I'm, I have my own business, I'm very proud to say that I am fending for, I am like making my own money and paying for my own stuff. But I still do live with my parents, and that's always been like the plan. It's never been a non-negotiable for me, so I'm not like saving up to live alone. Uh, my plan is to live with my parents until further notice, and I will let you guys know when I'm moving out, and it's gonna be a whole other thing on my platform. So back to the question on how much are you spending on food? So food, you guys, like I said, I don't really shop for groceries weekly. Sometimes I will. I'll go to like specific places to get the specific things I like. But I'm very lucky to have a mom who's um, really into health and wellness. She's very into taking care of herself. You know, my mom actually put me on to so many things. And if it wasn't for my mom having like her healthy habits and, um, you know, like my mom used to see naturopaths like in her 30s. Like she's 50. She's 50 now. Like she's ahead of the game. Um, if it wasn't for my mom, I definitely wouldn't be in this field. She really uh, put me on. And like if I have to, a lot to thank her for because um, – 
she's actually the first person that told me to go see a naturopath when I was 19 and uh, I did it. I did it and if it wasn't for her, I swear I wouldn't be here because I would have never gotten into health and wellness. So um, she put me on to a lot of stuff. So I'm very lucky to have a mom who's very into that and she cooks a lot and she's very into uh, lifestyle and you know, she has a great like style. Her kitchen is stunning and she's just, she's just a queen. She's a queen and she's taught me everything I know. So she grocery shops. So I don't grocery shop weekly. But when I do grocery shop, I do go to this one place, which I find is fairly expensive. And they carry a lot of American brands that are rare to find here in Quebec because here in Quebec, we have like strict laws in terms of like the... um the bilingualness. So it's very hard to get certain brands um, at the mainstream grocery stores. And this store actually has uh, these brands. So obviously the prices are more expensive because of the markups and on the margins, obviously. So I go there occasionally. And every time I go there, if I buy a couple of things, it's easily $200. That's why I don't go so often because I do budget my money in terms of like the food I'm spending. And um, like my heart hurts when I spend too much money. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do about this? I have to uh, cut down. So, and then, but what money I do spend on food though is the amount of times I go take out to eat. So I have like my favorite cafes, you know, I have my Starbucks. Um, I actually have the Starbucks reward thing where like I show my phone at the window and it's connected to my credit card and then I use my points occasionally. So that's a great thing. The Starbucks points are amazing. And then in terms of like lunches and cafes and stuff, that's where I kind of go wrong because I do spend a lot of money on um, taking out lunch and um, taking my taking, sorry, someone texted me, taking out my lunch and buying coffee and buying matcha. And that is where like things tally up. And um, I have a spreadsheet going on all of my expenses and I really highly suggest that you guys do the same thing. So it's really important to be mindful of like, what exactly you're making and what exactly you're spending. And I am not coming to you guys as a financial planner here because the Lord knows I am not a professional on this stuff. But very important to know how much you're making and know how much you're spending on food. Like I could tell that these past two weeks, I have overdone it in the takeout sector. Like in the me going out with my debit card and buying food because um, not that I can't afford it, but you know, it's always important to live under your means and like save up for a rainy day and like, you know, just save your money. And you know, and then you could, once you get to a certain amount of money, you could take some of that money and you could invest it. Don't just leave it sitting there in your bank account because literally the, the values is, is depreciating. So those are things that uh, I stay mindful of. But to answer the specific question, how much money a week are you spending on food? I would say like $100 a week is goes towards takeout, like me going to get lunch, me going to get something. Um, sometimes it could be more, but I have a rule that whatever I'm spending money on, I have to make three times the amount. So I have my boundaries. I have my points that I, I set for myself and my rules. And I'm really, I really encourage having rules in terms of your finances. This is something I didn't always have just by the way. Um, and I'm definitely going to do an episode on like how I manage my money when um, maybe after my website comes out and all that, like, cause I have to really plan that one. And yeah, in terms of supplements, I don't buy supplements on a daily basis. So you guys, you, you have to notice that that is like, that is like something that I'm very, very set on. I do not um, spend useless money on a u- useless wellness products. I used to be the type of person that used to go to like the average lifestyle store and like spend $300 on the vital proteins, the protein, um, the collagen, whatever it was. And that is such a waste of money because those things just sit in the pantry. Unless you're really using the collagen every single day, it's wasted money. Those are things you don't need to be implementing into routine to be healthy 
healthy, you don't need to be uh, purchasing a million supplements. So I personally don't buy supplements. I am subscribed to Seed, um, but I actually just unsubscribe because I'm not taking it. And the reason why I'm not taking it is because I don't feel like my body needs it right now. And I'm a big believer in um, listening to your body. However, I really do like Seed and I recommend it to many of my clients. Um, and then other than that, the only supplement or like superfood I use and spend money on is spirulina. I buy the Organica one. I buy the big jar. Hopefully I'll get it on sale and it lasts me an eternity. So I bought mine in September and I'm still going hard. I'm still going with it. So very important to, um, make a list of the things that are your non-negotiables in terms of lifestyle and wellness and things that, um, you know, am I really using this yay or nay? Nay. Okay. Cut it out of your budget. So that's my tip for that. Question number two, your relationship. How did you start dating and how long and what are your astro signs? Okay, so I got a couple questions on my boyfriend, which I find is so cute. Um, and yeah, for sure, I'm, I'm so open to sharing my boyfriend. And um, the only reason why I don't really post uh, so many things with my boyfriend too often is because I do value that type of privacy. You know, like my relationship is mine and like um, I just love it that way. But like there's, it's never that I don't want to share. It's that like my my account is um, health and wellness and I don't want people to feel like I'm um, moving away from that too much. But slowly, slowly, I am trying to implement more of like my lifestyle and like my personal life and I will get there. You know, like that's something that I know that in a year's time, like my account will probably be and at another level and I'll be sharing different things. So yeah, like slowly but surely I'll be getting there. And um, how did you start dating? Okay, so first of all, my boyfriend, his name is Vincent. Well, I call him Vinny and he's the best. He's the most supportive person at Be Well with Kayla. Um, he loves my account and he loves my business and he's helped me so much in terms of my business. And it's really cool because we're both working and we're both in business. So well, we're both in business. He's definitely doing something different than I am, but we're, we both work for our own our own things and um, we have the same goals so it's really important to find a partner that like sees eye to eye with you in terms of like what you're doing with your life you know and it's very hard to have a partner who's uh, going one direction in terms of work or life and you're going the other so I'm very blessed to have a partner who like we see eye to eye on things and like we're both um, go-getters and we're both like very dedicated to our work and um, yeah it just it works out that way so um he's amazing and I'll definitely share more about him on my Instagram because I've been getting a lot of like share more about your boyfriend like share more about your boyfriend like post my pictures with your boyfriend I will I will I will um you know it's just hard like during the pandemic like unless you're taking a picture in your loungewear in your in your home um there's not much to share but I'm definitely going to try to share more so we started dating because well, we started dating around two years ago um I've always like I've known him for a long time but it was just one of those things that like the timing wasn't right you know so like we've crossed paths but we didn't really like like come together and the timing wasn't right but like obviously I always found him cute and um at one point one of my best friends who's actually dating his first cousin um her and I were going out a lot and he was coming he, he used to come like hang out with us sometimes we used to go for dinner or whatever and it just went from there and it was just a perfect example of how like life just happens at its own pace and you have to trust the process and like it's just it's just so crazy how like life just happens and literally guys everything happens for a reason you have to trust the process things will come when they're due to come and that is just like all I'm going to leave you with trust the process trust the timing of your life and my relationship reminds me of that every single day and I'm so blessed to have it 
so like i said we've been dating for um almost two, like around two years and what are your astro signs so i'm an aries and he's a sag so we're both fire signs so it's a very fiery relationship we definitely both have like, our own personalities um and yeah we just match up so well he's honestly like my best friend and boyfriend um like honestly like it's just so cool because you know, when like, like love shouldn't be hard. I just find that like, I'm, I'm at the point now where I really realize that like love, it shouldn't be this like back and forth dramatic, like love shouldn't be hard. Like it should just flow and it should just be like good. And those are the vibes that like, I'm trying to send to you right now because that's just how I feel and about, about like my life. And I'm just so blessed to have found someone who's like really like my best friend and like boyfriend. Like I I tell him anything, like he's like, honestly, like the best and love him so much. Um, next question is tell us about your boyfriend, how you met and long-term goals. Okay. So I just told you about my boyfriend, Vinny, um, how you met just shared and long-term goals. Um, long-term goals okay uh yeah like obviously it's just so weird to say on on um on a podcast but obviously I want to get married and I'm just not the type of person who's going to um I'm not the type of person that's going to date just to date you know like my boyfriend and I like this is like a long-term commitment for me and like I I knew like this was like a long-term thing um right when we started dating like I love him so much and like he's definitely my soulmate um, someone else asks, if not too personal, how did you get where you are financially? Okay, really good question. So now I'm going to go back to what I said before on how I still live with my parents. So just like a, a disclaimer in terms of like what you guys see online, you know, like, so I don't live in my own house and, um, I do pay for everything in my office though. So we have to make like a clear distinction between like what's going on. So everything you see at home, you guys, I'm going to be really honest. I still live with my parents as mentioned. So, um, my parents provide for me in terms of like my house, but everything personal to me, like my office, this, the, the furniture you see in my office, um, things I, I purchase for myself on a daily basis, that is all, um, on me. And, um, I really do think that I've gotten somewhere financially because I used to never be able to do that for myself. Like I used to be the type of person that I used to always run to mommy and daddy. Like I'm going to be really honest. And um, there was a point in my life where like I really flipped a switch and I was like, you know what? Enough is enough. Enough running to your like doing that. Like it's time to um, be financially independent, make your own money and um go from there, you know, and like, uh, those are values that have always been instilled in me since from a young age, but I just find that I wasn't like, I wasn't mature enough to be implementing those values. I was like living in the clouds. And, uh, now that I'm 23 and I have my own business, I've developed such a better understanding and better value of money. And, uh, I'm actually very stingy with my money. I have a very hard time spending it. And I'm very, Um, I'm very calculated in terms of like how much I'm making, how much I'm spending, what I can afford, what I can't afford. I will not splurge on things on the regular, on a regular basis, whatever you see, um, like designer wise, you guys, um, I think I've bought one designer thing this year. Like, I'm just going to be honest and I paid for it myself and, um, everything else is, uh, from over the years. So I've accumulated stuff over the years from, um, like in like gifts and all that special occasions, so obviously I'm very blessed and very grateful for that, but I don't want to portray something like maybe that's what you see on social media, but just to clarify, clarify that I, I don't go to stores and just like randomly splurge on things weekly. Like my budget is very calculated and um, absolutely not. So 
that's basically it. But like I said, I definitely do feel like I've gotten, I, I do know that I've gotten somewhere financially because when I first started Be Well with Kayla, I had, I literally had nothing that I've made for myself. Like I hadn't had no money saved. I was the type of person that was living like paycheck to paycheck. Um, I was just like spending money on like going to dinners and um, whenever I, I, like I, I got paid or I, like I had, I got my, whenever I got paid, I would like, um, go shopping. Like I never had a proper grasp on like my finances. Um, and now finally that like I've started my own business, um, I'm like, I'm much, I'm much different, you know? And it's funny because when you actually start making more money for yourself, you actually become, I feel like you become stingier with your money. You become more like, no, like I, cause I work, I work so hard every day. Like I'm up, I'm up early. I'm, I have like seven to eight clients a day, three times a week. So like, it's, it's a lot for me and, um, it means a lot to me. So I'm very careful with how I spend everything. And I feel like everybody should like at least have some sort of like grasp or like, um, like a very clear view, you know, don't be afraid of checking your bank account. Like know exactly how much you're making, know exactly how much you could afford, how much you're budgeting and, um, go from there. So how I got here, I saved, you know, from the first day I started taking clients on Be Well with Kayla, I put all my money in a savings account and then um, a business account and I went from there. So save, 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 save. And definitely my biggest trick is to save um, a good portion of your salary, either like 50 to 75% of your salary, like make, make the calculation. Like if you know that you're getting X a month um, and you, your monthly budget is Y, make the calculation on the percentage that should go into a savings account or a business account. And then the, the, the portion that should be going into a checking account and always before you spend, um, think about it twice. And that's something that I've definitely, um, something that I've definitely learned. I am no longer a shopper. Like I was before I spit them all every week at Sephora at Aritzia. Now I go occasionally. Um, and I'm very calculated on how much I, I, I could and should spend. So yeah, that's how I got here. But all to say, you guys, I, is that I really want to be honest with you guys. And I really do want to say that my parents um, still provide for me, like in terms of my home and all that. So that's it. And last question of the Q&A is, what was the most difficult thing when you started your business? Okay. I honestly love this question. And I think I ask myself this question every single day. I'm like, what is the most amazing and the most difficult part of my job? But difficult doesn't mean bad. You know, like I feel like the difficult things and in, in, I feel like difficult things in my work really allow me to blossom and allow me to grow. And I feel like when I first started Be Well with Kayla, the hardest part was um, really just um, like – the imposter syndrome, you know, and I've always been like a very confident, like hard-headed, strong-willed, strong-minded person. And I definitely didn't feel imposter syndrome in the sense that I didn't feel capable of doing this. I was obviously nervous, but I knew I could do it. But I felt imposter syndrome in terms of like how to portray myself online. And I know that sounds stupid because here, here I am again, putting a lot of importance on social media, but it's true. You know, your social media footprint is like very important these days. And I knew that I wanted to um, share online, but I just didn't know how to get there, how to do it exactly. Plus I've had a pretty bad history with Instagram. Um, I used to have an account, like a personal one. And I've shared that before. Like I 
I had like about like I had like a pretty like big following on it and I just found that it was a lot of negativity so I was very anxious in terms of like how to share what exactly to share I was always kind of like behind the shadows like at first on Be Well with Kayla because I didn't really want to like put myself out there that much I didn't know if it was a safe space yet and um to my surprise it's really all about what you're putting out to your followers is what your followers will put out to you. You know, if you're the type of person that's going to screenshot something, hate on someone, um, and like put out that negativity, like your followers will feel as though this is a place that accepts that negativity, you know, but I do not accept any type of negativity on Be Well Kayla because I don't portray negativity. I, I literally like, like I, it's as if I have like a shield where I'm like, nope, 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 not today. Um, and I just don't do negativity, you know? And that's something that I've really decided. It was a life choice. You know, I used to be a very negative person. I used to always complain. I used to always uh, be in a bad mood. I was always very moody, very irritable. And at one point I was like, hey, enough is enough. Like, can you just be a positive and bright person? Like, why are you always complaining? And um then I changed and now I'm just like a very, very, very positive person. Obviously I have my days. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like sunshine and flowers and roses. Like I definitely have like my moments every day where I want to break down in Jan's office and I'm venting to my sister and I'm venting to my boyfriend and I definitely have my moods. But um, overall, I'm a very positive person. I'm a big like solution finder. I hate dwelling on a situation. It's all about like finding solutions and executing. So that's how I am. But um, at first, like I said, the hardest part about Be Well with Kayla at first was um, just knowing how I wanted to portray myself online and in terms of like in the business world, you know? So I was, I remember I was, I was working with someone who did my previous, my first website and we had discussed doing a professional shoot for photos on the About Me page. And that just gave me so much anxiety. And I remember the first day I tried to like take pictures and, um, I got my sister involved and I just didn't feel comfortable in front of the camera and I I couldn't do it. You know, I, w- I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I got a lot, of, I got very anxious and I was like, you know, I just don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable doing this. And I was very honest with the person making my website. I was like, you know, like, I just don't feel comfortable. I'm not there yet. Like right now I'm going to literally take a mirror selfie. I'm going to take a picture uh, very casually and you could post that online. Like I'm, I'm not... I'm not doing this right now. And that is because I had yet to become some sort of established. You know, I didn't even have one client. I didn't even know what I was doing yet. And um, it's just a lot of, it's just a lot of like imposter syndrome and pressure for no reason. And this is like social media that creates that because we live in a world right now where like, and I feel like now it's even worse because COVID makes everybody, uh, everyone starting a business, you know, everyone's very big on their digital footprint. And the whole face to the brand thing, the face to the brand thing. And it's like, it's, it's very, it's a lot of pressure. So, and it's funny how like, you know, like nine months ago I couldn't do it, but like now six months or nine months down the line, like I had a shoot a couple weeks ago and I felt much more confident. I felt much more comfortable and I could only imagine where I'll be in three years in five years, you know, and that comes with time. So it's just important to like be easy on yourself, like be professional, but don't, you don't have to do these things, um, so much. And like, just go easy on yourself. Like just start working, start doing, putting out your service. And then you could like label yourself and you could like take a photo. And like, this is just really advice that I'm giving myself because I went through that and I don't know if this is relatable, but let me know. So that was definitely the first thing that I dealt with that was hard for me. A lot of imposter syndrome. Like, can I do this? Like, do I look the part? Do I sound like the part? And then I was like, just 
be yourself. Like just be who you are and stop going back and forth with what you want to portray. Like be you and be well. <laughs> and that's it. Um, and then now at this point in my uh, in my business, I find that the most challenging part for me is HR. So human relations. I've always been like a very um, like reactive person. And you know, like when someone like – um, messes with my energy, for lack of better words. Um, I'm very like reactive to that. But now, like I'm, I'm working on becoming, um, you know, because when you deal with so many people, you have no choice to be calm. You have no choice to just like take a breather instead of becoming like an anxious or like angry mess. So um, on a daily basis, like what you guys, well, I, I'm no, you guys don't see this part because I don't, I don't often like sh- record myself on the phone, but um, I'm always on the phone. I'm always talking to a client. I'm always talking to somebody I have to work with. I'm always making a to do list. Um, you know, like my life is conquering ten things, discovering fifteen new problems. Like it's literally that, and um, it's it's great. Like it's what drives me. It's what makes me feel stimulated. It's what makes me feel motivated. So I love this. And I'm not the type of person that would ever be able to work a nine to five. And that I knew. And that's why I gave up my dream on law school because I was like, you know what? Who am I kidding? Um, I cannot work a nine to five. Like I need to be challenged every single day. Like if I'm not challenged, and like at first, like working in in law or like working in that field. It's a lot of, uh, like you're just starting up, you know, a lot of networking, a lot of working for a company, a lot of moving your way up the firm and creating a name for yourself. And I just knew that I wasn't going to be able to work under somebody at a nine to five. It just really wasn't my cup of tea. And um, I decided to make a change. So the whole like entrepreneur, um, entrepreneur real part of my work is what really drives me and what really allows me to strive in terms of um, the, the, like my business and what makes me motivated, like I said, but it's a lot of back and forth with people. And like the more you grow, the more you work with people and even my sister, like my sister has a, a business on the side, like she just finished pharmacy school and um, she has a business and her business is bigger than mine. Her business is is, is really is really big and and it's pretty big. So she deals with people on a daily basis. And, um, I'm really happy to have her as an example. Like I see how she deals with things and I take it, I take, I take example from her, you know, like, um, you are a product of your environment. So I really like, I really look up to her in that sense. And that is my biggest challenge, you know, and it's really rare these days to find people who are really going to be on your team genuinely. And that is something that I've dealt with, like I've been dealing with in the past couple months, you know, like really finding the people that are going to work with me genuinely, that are going to um, like see the same potential as I do and be well with Kayla because it is just starting up. And um, you could tell right away when someone like is genuinely passionate about their craft and like for those who just like see it as another paycheck, you know, so I'm constantly looking to work with people who are very passionate and um, it's very, it's very hard to come across people that see your vision and that accept your vision and that are going to genuinely support you. And when you do come across those people, they are gems, be thankful for them. And yeah, so that's that's definitely a challenge in my business. Um, Human relations, you know, like dealing with people, knowing how to handle situations, things not may not always go right. And that's something you guys don't see on uh, my, my, my platform. I'm not going to be like, Oh, you guys, you know, I had an argument today with, or I negotiated a price and they said, no, like, I'm not going to share that with you guys. Um, but there's a lot of ups and downs for every entrepreneur and I'm just getting started. So I can only imagine if I had a bigger business. So that is what I'm learning now. And those are things that I've never learned in school. Um, and 
I'm really just like trying to navigate and get better and grow. And these are the challenges that like make me want to do better and be a better person. So that's basically it for today. And last thing to end off this episode, I just want to say that always take what you see on social media with a grain of salt. I think I say this during every episode, but it's really what I want to leave you guys with because although things look so um, fun and gorgeous on Instagram, it's always very uh, not like that behind the scenes. (laughs) You know, it's very like behind the scenes, there could be like a, like a whole disaster. So take everything you see on social media with a grain of salt. Uh, Always know that everything is not what it seems. And I hope this episode was juicy enough and life updatey enough for you guys. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next Monday on the pod with a special guest. So I will catch you guys next Monday here on the morning blend, either on Apple podcasts or on Spotify. See you soon. Bye.